Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Erin. You're listening to Banter and Dish Podcast. We'll share relatable stories and recipes with a hint of humor and a dash of delight. I like it. (laughs) Welcome to Banter and Dish Podcast. Whether you've been with us from the beginning or this is your first time, thank you so much for joining us. The format of the podcast is that we banter for a bit, then chat about an easy dish. And today's recipe is vegetarian black bean tacos from Skinny Taste. This episode is being recorded on May 1st, 2021, and will be available for you to stream on May 13th. So Erin, I hear you had some unexpected guests visit you this past week. I did. (laughs) I guess they were kind of expected. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) they weren't welcomed. I know that much. Expected and unwelcome. (laughs) Yeah, they were expected because every spring when the weather warms up, my, my kitchen gets invaded by ants there there must be like a at this point pretty well formed nest somewhere (laughs) close to my house because yeah as soon as it gets warm they're coming in looking for food and I kind of expect it and I don't like to use pesticides or or poisons chemicals so I really try natural methods to you know deter bugs yeah especially since it's in my kitchen I really don't want to spray like raid where all my food is and stuff so I knew they would probably be coming, so I tried to keep the kitchen super clean. Yeah. So I was expecting, as the weather got warmer, yeah, they were going to come in, and they did. There weren't too many. They realized there wasn't much here for them, so they started to leave. I was spraying like some. I actually, I tell you, I don't use essential oils, but I do have this peppermint yes. essential oil spray. Yeah. Because they don't like peppermint, so I kind of spray yeah. that around, maybe to just to distract them a little bit. But so they they all left, and I only had like a few stray ones here and there. So I was like, okay, good. But as you know, because <laughs> we talk about the weather yes. here all the time, <laughs> it got cold again. So everything yeah. froze. The ground froze again. The ants must have, you know, went into hibernation right. quickly again. They're like, wow, that was a quick spring and summer. <laughs> that was, yeah, they didn't have a very long time to forage for food. Right. As soon as it got warm again, they came back with a vengeance. Yeah. There was a ton of them. Oh no. Were there more the second time? Yes. And they came in during the night. So when I woke up, yeah. you know how they formed their little line yeah. um, because they send their little messages to each other. This is where you're supposed to go. And yeah, there was like a trickle line of them coming in and then they were crawling onto my refrigerator. Oh my. Usually they would just crawl like onto my counter. I sent them the message that there wasn't anything on that side of the kitchen. So now they started to go on the other side of the kitchen. Maybe maybe you need to uh, leave a couple crumbs out (laughs) just so you can get them in one spot. I know. I mean, I thought about that. Like, it's like, I don't want to like attract them, but I'm like, if I put some crumbs out side like on my patio will that keep them from coming in the kitchen like will they be happy with that will they get enough food that's not a bad idea I mean I don't know I I I didn't think to google that but that's a great thing to google do any of our listeners know just just feed them outside (laughs) well you can also plant peppermint around the house and leave crumbs for them on the outside of the peppermint right yeah so they don't cross the line the thing with that because I mean there are things that ants don't like cinnamon, peppermint, yeah. um, I think Vinegar. coffee grounds. They don't like coffee grounds. Chalk. Baby powder, I think. Yeah, baby powder. I sell that too. But the thing about that is if you create a line, those ants are very tiny. They could just crawl up the wall and, you know, make a new trail and get around that line. That's true. 
It has to be around the whole house. It has to be everywhere, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever sprayed vinegar um, and cleaned with vinegar? I've not done that, but I, I read that citrus, oranges and lemons, apparently they don't oh. like that. So I... I haven't heard that one. Yeah. I was a little nervous about that because oranges are sweet and they like sweet stuff. Yeah. You would think that would be sticky. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know about that. I had an orange peel. So I sort of just rubbed the orange peel on the floor where they were coming in. Yeah. Did it work? It didn't attract them more, um, and it seemed to, you know, deter them a little bit. But at that point, I had cleaned up their little trail line um, with just soapy water and got most of the strays out. So I think at that point, they were kind of retreating. <laughs> they are like an army, aren't they? They are like a freaking army. Yeah, it was really frustrating, and I think I might end up having to call an exterminator because it's just kind of ridiculous. You need to get rid of the queen outside, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. that bitch needs to go. (laughs) (laughs) She does. Yeah. We used to spray with, I think we would put water and vinegar and a little Mm -hmm. bit of dish soap in a bottle. Okay, yeah. As a teenager, I remember this being a problem. Oh, really? As a younger adult in my first home, I remember it was a problem, so I did the same thing, and I would be constantly like spraying that all over the counters and rubbing it in. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it's a common thing then. I feel like I'm the only person that gets invaded by ants and I'm like, what's happening? Why am I the only one dealing with this? You're not. You don't use the rain traps, do you? Well, you know, they're pretty confined. The little poison part is just inside there. So, I mean, like, you know, kids or animals couldn't really get into it, I guess. So I I might try those um, because I could probably set them outside. Oh, yeah. Right outside where they're coming in. I don't know. Do any of our listeners have ant problems? And what do you do to kind of take care of them? I'd be curious. Yeah, share. Please share. Yeah, mostly natural methods is kind of what I'm looking for. I think what I'm going to try, I did see this on the internet (laughs) from a reputable source. Now, I don't know. (laughs) You were researching. Through my my new research (laughs) skills, I found (laughs) baking soda mixed with powdered sugar and then they eat it. Oh, yeah. And the baking soda, there's like acidic or something. Yeah. So I I might try that. I might just try to put that outside. So at least they're not coming in. And I mean, I feel a little bad killing them off. Yeah, if they just stay outside. (laughs) I like that idea. I like that idea. I want you to try that for next year when it's starting the, to get warm. Just feeding them outside? No, just, yeah, like put a big piece of bread or two, like a, some, although you get... Just, they're like my pets. I have to feed them. You you might get like a raccoon or something. Yeah, maybe not during the day because, you know, I, I live in the city. So it's, you know, it's usually loud outside and people are around. So um, throwing it out during the day might work. Yeah. But they came in at night, right? Well, that's true. I, I would assume. I mean, I think they are constantly out. If they get that food and they'd be like, oh, guys, this is where to go. They can chill at night. Oh, I have a great idea. You put it in like a box that a raccoon couldn't get to, but it has little holes that the ants (laughs) could get in. We're going (laughs) to patent that idea right there, Jill. (laughs) The toast box for ants. That's what it's going to be called. Get your toast box. (laughs) You could put jelly on it. Something, but not not orange, not orange jelly, but something... Not peppermint jelly. <laughs> that's that's what I would do. I would put the stuff out, but make it the complete wrong yeah. things that the ants hate. It failed. But I bet a piece of peanut butter toast, that would attract the ants. Honey. That's where my honey will come in handy. Yeah. I will put it on the bread for the ants. Yeah. Did you buy the honey? I can't remember. I did not buy it yet. I was going to try those pears again. 
from wait, well, whoa, way back episode. When was that? that? Was, oh wasn't goodness. that rare but possible? I think but, that was such a long time ago. Yeah, your mom's baked pears, and I was going to try them again with the honey the correct way. Yeah. <laughs> I use syrup, listeners, if you're wondering, if you didn't listen to that episode, I use syrup. It was the three, wasn't it like three ingredients? It was the pears, syrup, no, pears, honey. <laughs> Not syrup. Pears, pears honey, honey, and, um, well, there were a few ingredients. There was cinnamon. And oh, then yeah. it said walnuts, but I used pecans. Yeah, I didn't that use any. That was just delightful. Plus, Aaron had the great idea of different fruits. So I made a medley of fruits. Oh, and yeah, I loved you it. made the fruit medley, yeah. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I happened to be the proud owner of a little bear of honey now because one of our listeners, Lauren, back for that <laughs> oh, recipe, yeah. she bought a little bear of honey to make it. And she said she'll never use <laughs> the honey. And well, so she gave it again. to me, but I think I texted you a picture. I had, like, uh, you know Lauren what? I think, I believe there. you did. And I was going to ask you, she was, she's doing great. Yeah. She's doing great. Okay, good. Hey, Lauren. Yeah. So yeah, she was, I guess, cleaning out her cupboard. So and she, she found, said, yeah, she found the bear honey. You know what else she gave me? She gave me some seasonal. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Remember you two yeah, were talking it is, about it? Yeah. Can't believe you didn't have seasonal. Yeah. I've never had it. No, but never I did try it. it. Wow. I may, I put it on my potato wedges the other day. Yeah. I even sprinkled some in salad once just to see, but um, yeah. <laughs> well, she got you hooked up there. Good job, Lauren. Yes. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Do we have any more ant talk? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> It got cold again last night. Oh, no. Tomorrow, I need to put out a piece of bread. I need to put out some potato chips or something. Yes. Throw a couple of chips out there now. Is that going to make them grow stronger and greater and invade even more now? I think it's kind of like birds. You know how they say- They don't get much bigger. No, if you feed the bird through the winter, you have to keep it up because they didn't fly south. You're providing them the food. You have to keep feeding them. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to have to do is you're just going to have to feed the the ants all spring and summer long. You're telling me I'm going to have pet ants. (laughs) Yes. But as long as they stay outside- that's yeah. good, right? They're ant- outdoor pets, yeah. Yeah, they're outdoor uh, pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess it's that time of year for all the creepy crawlies to start coming around. No, so no, yeah, listeners, no. share your stories. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Did I tell you? I can't remember if I texted you. I opened my front door. No, uh, you did not tell me this. No, I didn't. Well, you, I probably, maybe I shouldn't. And there was a spider web right across. <laughs> well, <laughs> I opened my front door to grab a package off the porch Oh, so no. what do you do? You just open your door and go out, right? So I opened yeah. the door, I go out and something fell, <gasps> it like hit my shoulder kind of onto my arm. Yeah. I was like, well, that's weird. What would have fallen from the door jam, you know, like from the oh, door? Oh, my goodness. And I looked down, it was a spider. How big was it? It wasn't huge. I mean, it was but big enough. It was enough big that enough that you felt it fall. It, it was heavy enough that I felt it. It was one yeah. of those little fat ones. It wasn't like huge legs, but it had a big fat body. And it was like a brown spider. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't poisonous or anything. And as long as it didn't fall fang Fang first, first. you're okay. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, it came down pretty quick. So I don't think it got its mouth on me. Yeah. I did squish him. I kind of felt a little bad, but he was in the door. He's going to be in the house next. Right. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> my theory is I don't kill them outside unless they scare me. And if one lands on you, that, that's scary. So no. then you're allowed to kill them. <laughs> you invaded me at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the poor spider was probably just as shocked. I don't think I opened my front door in a few days. So that thing must have been chilling for probably a while. Probably had a really nice web going. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is a great spot. I'm going to have a good year. Got myself a nice little area I'm here. Not being up. bothered by those annoying people. Nobody's in this house. Nobody comes and yeah, goes. It's abandoned. <laughs> I found myself a good abandoned house. Found myself a good old haunted <laughs> house. It's not even fall yet. What's going on? Yeah, I ruined that spider's fear. Terrible. Oh well, one less spider <laughs> to deal with. Now I understand that if spiders went away, we would have a huge problem. So if they all went away, I don't particularly mind the more harmless ones, but. What I do have a question is, though, are wasps necessary and hmm. are they even serve a purpose? And does anyone even like wasps? Like, do I think those are one bug that we could literally please just get rid of. That's a good question. I would like to know if anybody knows any valid reason why a wasp <laughs> is necessary. <laughs> I'd be curious because I, I do not uh, think they yeah. pollinate. If they do, it's very little. So I don't think it would make a huge difference. They're mean. Yeah, they're aggressive, mean. In my house in high school, I remember remember the wasp would build a nest right behind the mailbox, ah! which was right outside the door. So sometimes you would open the door and step out and they would just go after you. Like I wasn't even getting yeah. the mail. Right. Yeah. My brother got stung by a wasp uh, when we were younger. His hand swelled up. He looked like a oh cartoon my. character. Is like it yeah. just his hand was huge. They are some nasty suckers. And I want to yeah. say, but I'll say suckers. <laughs> To keep yes, it clean. they are. Yeah. We, we want to keep this not the, what did you say? The, the, uh, the banter and dish midnight snack. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start a banter and dish midnight snack. Yes. The R-rated version. That's going to be not so clean. Where Erin gets to say whatever she wants, <laughs> swear word wise. And we talk and about some really off kilter subjects. If you... <laughs> You think we talk about weird stuff now. <laughs> if you want to hear that, please comment below. <laughs> we might have to do that episode live, too, to keep it at the uh, midnight hour. Well, you might be up at midnight, but it'll just oh, be all you anyway. <laughs> I'll just be sleeping in bed. <laughs> I'll do it alone. I'll just swear to myself for an hour. And then you'll hear this <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Because apparently I'm a big snorer. I, I oh, never really? knew I snored, but I guess I do. <laughs> I think I have sleep apnea, but I need to have a sleep study done. I feel like I get very defensive when people tell me I snore. <laughs> do you feel like that? Like, what? I do not. Yeah, you do. No, no, I don't. Snore? Yeah, exactly. Don't snore? That's what men do. I'm a very dainty <laughs> sleeper. I'm I very, like, like a princess. Feminine. I don't snore. Come on. Yes. <laughs> The other night, I might have told you this. I can't remember. Didn't tell the listeners. Yeah, you did, but I wasn't recording it. Yeah, no. no. Didn't tell the listeners. I don't record all our conversations, Erin. No. <laughs> I don't have nightmares very often, if at all. So I was kind of like half sleeping, half awake, kind of like, you know, you just weren't in that full sleep mode. Yeah. So, and then I started having this nightmare mm -hmm. that somebody was in the house and I can oh. hear them moving around downstairs. Freaky. When my brother would come visit, he would stay here and and so I knew he wasn't here but I'm like oh god yeah. please let me that be my brother and then I realized I'm like it's not your it's not my brother because he's not visiting right now so yeah. I'm like 
you need to scream for help because somebody's in the house. Yeah. So I was trying to scream in my sleep. Which it's hard to do. Well, it is because I woke myself up because I knew I was making a noise. Like, I could, you know, when you're like sort of awake. So I knew I was screaming out loud at that point. I was trying to wake myself up, but I couldn't. Yeah. Finally, I wake up, get myself calmed down. I'm like, okay, thank God that was a dream. Yeah. So in the morning, my younger daughter said to me, mom, why were you singing in the middle of the night last night? I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, you were going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Was, yeah, you were singing. You were you were going ah 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 ah. Because that's exactly how it is when you're like trying to like yell out loud in a dream. You're like, Moo! yeah, exactly. Moo! And like, I was trying to get louder, so I was going ah 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 like that. And so she thought I was singing. I love that she thinks you were singing in the middle of the night. I, I don't do this in front of everybody, but in in the you know, security of my own home. Yeah. I I often just make weird noises throughout the day, like, or sound singing. Like sometimes I'll just sing. I don't, I I don't have a singing voice by the way at all, but I will sing at home when, when, but my kids are home. I don't care if they hear me, you know, you know, so she must've just thought, you you know, it was sort of normal for me. Like (laughs) that I'm always doing some weird type of sound coming out of me. Weird noises. Yeah. Yeah. It just was odd that it was in the middle of the night, I guess. I've yelled out in my dreams some, and it is a weird (laughs) feeling to take the like scream from the dream to reality. There is that like breakthrough moment. (laughs) It is kind of like singing. (laughs) I'll think of Kenna the next time I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. The weird thing about that was I was planning to get vaccinated. So I'm very glad I didn't get vaccinated and then have that nightmare because I would have totally associated that nightmare with the vaccine. I would have been like, no, that's because of that vaccine. (laughs) It makes you have nightmares and sing in your sleep. Gives you a singing voice. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool? Middle of the night, you just want to sing for joy. (laughs) (laughs) This kind of ties in with Lloyd's vaccine story. Oh boy, Um, did you get cookies? (laughs) Well, I had my first dose this past Wednesday of this week. Well, I remember like Lloyd's vaccination story. He said they had like these treat bags prepared and ready for everybody. And that's nice. Yeah, I was looking around because they had like a bunch of tables set up. I really didn't know what to expect, what was happening. Did you take somebody's lunch, Aaron? (laughs) (laughs) How funny would that be? Like eating the sandwich while you're waiting. What? I'm going to treat. (laughs) Um, so I'm looking around I don't see any treat table and I'm like well dang that sucks well this younger kid he was getting his shot while I was registering and he was talking to the person doing the vaccination and he was mentioning something about donuts and he was like yeah you get a donut and you get a donut per shot and I was like oh oh gonna get donuts that's a Krispy Kreme well didn't make that connection. So he's talking yeah. about getting donuts. And I was like, Ooh. oh, I'm going to get a donut when I'm done. Okay, cool. <laughs> After I went through the process, yeah. and I realized uh, he wasn't talking about donuts here. <laughs> no. There was no was treats. Not. No treats. <laughs> but it was it was, a gr- it was a good experience. Everything went smoothly. Everyone there was great. So, I mean, yeah. um, you know, I'll take it. That's what I figure. <laughs> I'll take the shot over the snack. <laughs> Yeah, so this week I made vegetarian black bean tacos from Skinny Taste. And I have to say they were a hit. Oh, okay. With, <laughs> with all people in your house. Well, just Lloyd and just me. Lloyd. And was at work. And I don't okay. think he would have eaten them anyway. He's pretty picky. 
they were pretty quick and easy. Mm. As I was starting to get ready to make this recipe, it kind of cracked me up. And I had to text Lauren, who we just talked about from mm-hmm. Lauren of Candid Cupid Conversations, because I realized what I was doing. I was looking through the ingredient list and I was pulling out all the ingredients and setting them on the counter. Oh, you're doing uh, Lauren's recommendation of how to prepare for a recipe right i was like what is who am i what happened to jill <laughs> Shh, this is for that vaccine no i'm kidding <laughs> right, exactly i texted her i was like lauren am i you what's going on why am i pulling out all my spices they've programmed you to follow directions now <laughs> right, right i did say i drew the line and i didn't um, set like a teaspoon or whatever mm-hmm. in front of each. I just set out the ingredients. Okay, well. So I thought, okay, there's still like the world isn't imploding. Everything isn't changing. But you know what? I have to say, <laughs> it was actually really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might do it again. Oh, wow. Wow. Because <laughs> I can admit when I was, you know, maybe wrong, mm-hmm. I think I liked it. So anyway, the first step is to put the shells in the oven. I had the hard corn taco shells. It said to prepare, you know, stick them in according to the package, which was to preheat to 325 and bake for seven minutes. Mm. I never knew you'd bake taco shells that long. Yeah, because you just kind of heat them up, don't you? Yeah, I thought it was like three or four minutes. Mm. I never leave them in for that long. Yeah. Because... The, the recipe said about seven minutes, but do it according to the package. And I'm like, the package doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. But how would I know? Because I usually don't read the package because <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing. But apparently it is true. So the thing that I thought was very cool about this recipe is by the time the oven preheated, which my new oven preheats very quickly. And by the time they cooked for seven minutes, everything was finishing at the exact right time. <laughs> oh, that's great. As the oven was preheating, I started to dice the onion because it said like a half a small onion, I believe. Mm-hmm. You put that in a skillet with a little bit of olive oil. Okay. It said about three minutes. Then you add a little minced garlic. I cooked it a little bit longer. Mm. And then you add a can of rinsed black beans, about a tablespoon of tomato paste, which I used a little bit more, about a tablespoon of water, which I used more. I probably used about two tablespoons, maybe a little bit more. And the spices were cumin. They said half a teaspoon. Smoked paprika, they said a quarter teaspoon. And cayenne pepper, which they said an eighth of a teaspoon. So this is how I did mine. I did the cayenne pepper first. That was the least amount. I went like shake, shake. (laughs) And then the Mm. next one, I'm like, I'm supposed to double it. Shake, 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 shake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is just my game. I play with myself in the kitchen uh-huh. and then the cumin, you know, I doubled the paprika, hmm. but then okay. also salt and pepper. You said paprika too. Yeah. Oh, the old paprika. <laughs> yes. And I use the smoked paprika. That has a very oh. nice flavor. And I I'm not know. sure if it's because my old paprika was so old <laughs> that it no longer had a flavor. Because like we said, we weren't really sure what paprika tasted like, but the right. smoked paprika okay. is really that good. does sound like it yeah. would be good, yeah. I started to hear about smoked spices within the past year. And I'm like, what is all this fuss? But it is really nice, the smoked spices. I recommend them. Hmm. Have you tried them? Smoked spices? Yeah. No, I never heard of them. Uh, so that sounds like that would be good, yeah. Yeah, somebody was talking about them on Facebook. And then I was like, why? what is all this smoked spices they're talking about? But yeah. Good. And then after they started talking about them, I started noticing recipes said called for smoked spices. 
I'm like, what is this new smoke spice thing? Maybe it's not even new. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, so you kind of, you mix that all together and you just cook it a few more minutes just till it kind of warms. And so then as you're doing that, you cut your avocado in half. Have you ever cut an avocado, Erin? I've never eaten avocado or cut one, no. I thought of you because they have a big, large pit in the center. So when you're cutting it open, it's kind of like a peach, like there's a pit in the middle or something? Yes. It doesn't have the same texture as a peach, but yeah, Mm -hmm. you just kind of cut into it. But like, so you cut the knife and it hits. And then I just kind of like put the knife around, you know, around the pit kind of, but then you separate it and the pit stays on one side and if it's ripe like mine was it just scoops out really easily with a fork or whatever I used a fork okay I did put a picture of it yeah on the thing for Facebook I made sure I I had the cut avocado there because I know you like things that are inside fruits and vegetables so you're fascinated by seeds and whatnot I'm worried about those (laughs) seeds is it poisonous is my question (laughs) well the avocado I don't know but if anybody eats that like that's not even a swallow hazard because I'm not sure you could even actually swallow it (laughs) it's it's very large you ain't ain't passing that one easily (laughs) no oh my gosh no that would be very scary I actually don't think you could swallow it I think it would be bigger than you know those things they give you when your kids are little that like if it can fit in this tube it's a choke hazard this is larger than that oh okay but um so the avocado mixture thing was avocado the juice from about half a lime and I think it was salt and pepper so I kind of just used a fork and mashed that around and then everything was finishing up at the same time I (laughs) well I diced a tomato and I ripped up some romaine lettuce but the way you prepare them in the shell you put the bean mixture in, then some cheddar cheese, then the avocado mixture, tomatoes and lettuce. Okay. And that's how I ate mine. Lloyd did not want the avocado mixture or the tomatoes. So his were just beans, cheese, and lettuce. (laughs) We both love them. Okay. So for um, ease of preparation, I'm going to give it a three, which is average. Although it was super easy to make, It felt like if I hadn't gotten all my spices out on the counter and things like that, like rinsed my black beans, diced my onion, it could have been one of those recipes, which like if you let recipes stress you out a little bit, I could see where this recipe could get out of control easily if you're not ready for it. Mm. For taste, I'm giving it a four because I thought it was really good. Okay. And for digestion, it digests for me like the chimichangas. So I'm giving it a four because it was very similar ingredients to that. Okay. So it's a total of 11, but it, I really liked it. So I'm I'm realizing that the total means nothing <laughs> <laughs> because some things could taste fantastic and get a lower score. If they're um, hard to digest and like hard to prepare Mm, mm -hmm. and other things, yeah, other things could maybe taste horrible or maybe not horrible, but they could be really easy to prepare and really easy to digest. And you could get confused and be like, oh, I want to try that. So I'm not sure. I I don't know. Should I abandon this whole rating scale? Well, um, maybe I shouldn't put it on the picture anymore. Maybe just give it one to 10 and just kind of. Like an average. Yeah, Hmm. do an average or something. I don't know. Um, Or if I rated them all separately. Adding them together is where I feel like it glitches. mm -hmm. Most of the scales, I guess, are 1 to 10. So maybe it is a bit confusing when you're going up over 10. But our listeners may benefit from the the digestion scale. (laughs) Yeah, the digestion scale is really key, I think. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know whether I feel like talking about like saying why, but if you just see it on the card and you're like, oh, it only got 11 out of 15 must not have been very good or so, you know, but I actually really liked it. Lloyd, he said his preparation was a five, even though he did help. He pulled the cheese out of the fridge and the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a big helper, big helper, Lloyd. I said, you had to help. Are you sure you want to give it a five? And he said, all I did was pull out cheese and lettuce. I'm like, you're right. If that would have been a four for you, then there's trouble. But for taste, he wanted to give it a 10. Oh, wow. And I was like, Lloyd, it's out of five. And he said, I'll give it a 5.5, which I reminded him there are no decibel points in our rating. <laughs> and I, I rounded down to five. And for his um, digestion, he said three because he has heartburn. And I said, well, it's still a three with heartburn. He said, but that's average for him. He always gets heartburn. So that makes sense. <laughs> so his was actually a 13 out of 15. That's pretty good. Wow. Okay. I just want to remind the listeners, if you have those coleslaw recipes, send them in. Lloyd wants a good coleslaw recipe as one of our upcoming dishes. Email us at banterindishpodcast at gmail.com. But next week, I'm really excited to try this. I'm going to make no churn strawberry ice cream. Oh boy, that sounds interesting. It's from a website called WhitneyBond.com. Hmm. And actually, I got this recipe from my college roommate, Heather. Okay. She had made it with her kids and it looked kind of cool. And I was like, "Where? What, what is this ice cream thing you're talking about? And she sent me the recipe. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. No churn. You said no churn. No churn strawberry <laughs> ice cream. I'm just envisioning <laughs> one of those butter churner things. Like yeah, from- you don't need those. And I've also also made shake and make ice cream in the past and you don't need to shake this one so I'm curious to give this one a try ah okay yeah I'll be interested to hear that thank you all for listening to banter and dish podcast we hope you got a chance to laugh with us today and if you're enjoying the show please like rate review and subscribe and probably most importantly please tell someone about us who you think would really enjoy the podcast too. Yeah. And remember you and your friends can like and follow us and find us and interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search banter and dish podcast. And thanks again for hanging with us this week. And we look forward to hanging with you guys next week. So stay tuned and stay safe and wherever life may take you this week, try to add a hint of humor and a dash of delight. Hello? Lloyd, you're on Banter and Dish Podcast. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, yeah, I think we're okay. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lloyd, as I told you, Aaron and I were going to talk about ants tonight, and you said you had a good ant story that you wanted to share with us. Hmm. Yeah, you know, um, my mom and her sisters are all from the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. So, when... My mom moved to the Detroit area. Yeah. A lot of my aunts moved there too. But whenever they got together, they would all of a sudden pick up the <laughs> Pittsburgh accent. Wait, Lloyd, uh, were they like at a picnic or what? Like when it, when did the ants come into play? My mom's sisters. No, honey, we we're talking about insects. Oh, did you say incest or oh, insects? Sh- <laughs> well, insects, sex. It's hard to say. Sex or sex? <laughs> wow. This conversation's turning awkward. Yes, it is. I don't have a lot of ant stories, but I, I do have one where I, I was living in this apartment in Pittsburgh, 
And I woke up one morning and I I had left a like a Hall's cough drop Ugh. that was partially wrapped on my dresser. So yeah. there were ants teeming on it. Oh my gosh. Uh, and I looked down to the floor and, and I saw ants coming out of the floorboard, a little crack in the floorboard. Oh my gosh. There's a line of them that that like oh. formed a line, crawled up my dresser. They're all in a line. Yeah. And and then there's like a bunch of them teeming. So and then there's like another line. Going down another way. The leaving line. Yeah. They're very well disciplined, those, those ants. Yeah. Very organized. Yeah. So I guess so. And later on that day, I just went and got an ant trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not ant traps, but one of those things where those white things where the ants go yeah. in, they come out. Yeah. I think they're yeah, they take traps. the bait. Yeah. Yeah. They, they take the poison, they bring it back to the nest, mm-hmm. and then everything's gone. You know, they're all yeah. dead. So, yeah, does that work? Yeah. It did. It worked perfectly. I never saw oh. another ant again. Get out. Wow. The problem is, I, like, the following eight years, I just thought about I'm living on top of, a like, a ant burial ground or something. <laughs> they were going to haunt you. Yeah. yeah. Ghost ants. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny, though. Like, I had never seen another ant in that place for, mm. what, for the, like, the rest of the time I lived there. <laughs> Those traps only last three months, so I don't know what you did, but it was something good. Yeah. Wow. You, you took you took out the queen with that. Yeah. I, I must have. The queen is dead. <laughs> you are tough, Lloyd. Wow. Took out it the is. whole colony. I know. I kind of bad Gosh. in a way, you know. Just well, eh. they're just doing their jobs, right? They are. They yeah. are, but yeah, they shouldn't be doing it inside. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, you know, you can't really save them because there's just so many. There's too many. Yeah. They just literally invade. That's basically the problem I had. My kitchen got invaded. It gets invaded pretty much every spring. Next time, we'll just send Lloyd over because... I know. He miraculously knows how to get rid of the whole colony. Seriously, I'm going to call Lloyd. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid and we lived in Michigan and <laughs> we'd always have ants in our house in the in the springtime as well. Mm. And, and I remember like pouring out some like corn flakes. So you pour it in there. You pour the milk in there, and all of a sudden, these ants start floating. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's swimming so around gross. in the milk. Yeah, uh, yes, that's my fear. I literally did. I checked my, our, my cereal. I put. I poured myself a bowl, and I literally. This is how obsessive compulsive I am. I took one piece of cereal out at a time and put it in my bowl to make sure there weren't any oh ants. And it was Captain Crunch. So there was, you know, they're pretty small pieces. So you weren't yeah. in a hurry then, right? I was not in a hurry. <laughs> That's the, the, the good thing about working from home. I was able to one by one pour my cereal. Yes, you can eat your cereal one piece at a time. Yes. <laughs> you know, another, another time my brother, my little brother, he was, uh, when he was, you know, a toddler, Oh, he would just eat anything off the ground, you know. <laughs> one, one day we're sitting on the front porch. My brother's chewing on something. We're like, Rob, what are you chewing on? Open your mouth. And there's like ants and on his tongue and stuff. Like oh that. my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah, oh he, my gosh, he's like picking up ants with his little fingers and. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, those cute things the kids do. Those kids, those <laughs> yeah. little buggers, get into everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to get back to Turner Classic Movies. All right, well. Talk to you later. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, Lloyd. Bye.